This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Hello, it's Jason Tate from Palm Springs, California. Welcome. Thank you for joining me on Tate Talks this Sunday, January 5th. It's 2020. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> ready or it not. It has arrived. Whether or not you're ready for it, it's here. <laughs> so Time is funny that way. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Like time is just going to keep coming whether you're ready for it. So crazy. You, uh, you really just have that choice. Be ready or not, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. So uh, Tate Talks exists here on iHub Radio at iHubRadio.com every Sunday from 12 to 2. We're live uh, Pacific time. And then 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, it's rebroadcast. Mm-hmm. And you can catch us uh, and the recordings of all of our shows on Tate-Talks.Captivate.FM. All of our recorded shows are there. And there's, some, there's a little some notes about what the show is about and so it's a great way to stay in touch with us and, and catch the shows if you've missed any shows or listen to them again and take some notes because can't keep up with all the information I actually do invite my students to record the classes sometimes if they want to record audio record the classes so that they can play them back hmm. and write down their notes and that way they can have a different engagement or if they're auditory learners, that type of thing. So again, uh, I'll do some introductions here. Uh, so you're on Tate Talks. This is a weekly health and wellness show. My name is Jason Tate. Uh, I'm a high school science teacher that's kind of morphed and turned into a lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, functional medicine health coach. Um, I'm a passionate uh, eater of all things that are healthy and then you know understanding that life is about balance and understanding percentages and so i'm a passionate learner i love learning about nutrition wellness i'm a mind body medicine practitioner as well and i love getting to the gym and playing hoops and staying in shape and staying young and staying healthy and really getting the best out of this life and so this the is best an of all, he shares the information. <laughs> yeah. Best of all, he shares all that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just keeping it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so we're here to share, uh, and I have the lovely Alexandra, my producer and friend. Hi, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Exciting. <laughs> and today we have a really special guest. I'm going to introduce my friend here. I have a special guest calling in on the show. She's calling in from Northern California. And she's a national board-certified functional medicine health coach who's passionate about empowering those in search of a new approach to addressing autoimmune disease, preventing or reversing cognitive decline, and other health challenges to take charge of their health and thrive despite their diagnoses. She loves giving hope and celebrating their progress and success along the way to helping people living their best lives. She partners with her clients to apply her problem-solving skills, her love of learning, and curiosity to co-create plans that empower her friends and her patients and her clients to identify and address the causes of their symptoms so they can improve their health. 
She combines her specialized training, personal experience, and compassionate approach to help them tap into their own inner wisdom for inspiration and approaches that support their health, their purpose, and their values. I'm so excited. Wow. Yeah. I'm right? already a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to introduce to you my friend, Joanne Papasnatage. Hi, Jason and Alexandra. I'm excited to be here. Yes. I love your show, and this is um, just a wonderful way to start the new year. So thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And you are my first guest of the new year. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 so, uh, I, my first question for you is, you know, I, when did you first take control of your health and why? What inspired you to do it? To just go, you know what, I'm just going to rein this in and, and take charge. When did that happen? Well, you know, Jason, that's a really great question. And um, the reality is that I was always very proactive and motivated about my health. You know, mm-hmm. I was one of those people that, you know, sought after what are the best ways to be healthy, which is, you know, unfortunate that despite all of that, <laughs> I still um, found my way, way to being diagnosed with multiple autoimmune issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I was born and raised in Greece, and so, you know, had a good diet and mm-hmm. was very active uh, and really proactive. I was not... Uh, someone that you might consider, uh, you know, couch potato. Uh, as a matter of fact, you were talking about basketball. Hard to believe, Jason, but at 5'2", <laughs> I played that city basketball. Nice. <laughs> Me too, 5'1". Just like Alexandra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you too. <laughs> Everybody needs a point guard, just saying. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so I was always very proactive about my health, uh, but despite that, you know, I, my health continued to decline. And um, so to answer your question in a different way, it was about six years ago mm-hmm. that I really found um, myself taking that charge of my health in a more proactive way and, and exploring and pursuing options different than traditional uh, Western medicine. Because right. I, I worked, you know, with a lot of different doctors, excellent doctors over the years, and did what they prescribed. <laughs> they said, exercise, I exercise. They said, eat like this, I ate like that. Um, and yet, I continued to get sicker and sicker mm. uh, over the years. So it was about six years ago when I found my way to functional medicine, and that totally changed my life. Yay. And that's why I'm here today, to share that story with people and to create awareness for functional medicine and give people hope. Right. And that's so important, you know, because I, one of the reasons I have the show and one of the reasons that I do what I do and I teach and I work uh, with people of all ages is because, you know, and you, I'm sure you've seen this as well, being in, in healthcare, there is a level of hopelessness out there, mm-hmm. you know, especially mm-hmm. the older someone gets, they just kind of have, you know, they're just looking off to the side like, yeah, well, these are all the pills I take and, and this is my life now, mm-hmm. you know, right? And so it's just That's this, you feel like you're a prisoner and the goal of this show is to liberate people and let them know like it's mm-hmm. possible for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my journey to functional medicine you know, began in childhood uh, when I think about it, because 
I went from being an active, energetic uh, child to pale and easily tired and winded. And eventually I was diagnosed with anemia and later with my first autoimmune disease, rheumatic fever. Wow. The rheumatic fever damaged my heart valve, uh, my mitral valve, and um, that provided all kinds of limitations for me as a, as a youngster. And <laughs> unfortunately uh, for the doctors, I ignored all their advice at that stage where they said, you know, don't be active. Because, uh, you know, to a kid? They treated me as- <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. Uh, once they treated the anemia, you know, I couldn't feel the damage that had happened to my valve. Right. So I felt good. And so I did gymnastics and I played basketball and I did all kinds of things. Um, but at the end of the day, that rheumatic fever damaged my mitral valve. And about 17 years ago, I had open heart surgery. And wow. now I consider myself the bionic woman and nice. <laughs> better than ever. <laughs> So much of it um, is the mind as well, right? I mean, you, right? Instead of feeling like, oh, I had open heart surgery, I'm broken, you know? I love yes. that you say that you're the bionic woman. I love, it's a it's a perspective change, and it's yeah. really important. Mm-hmm. How do Absolutely. You, how do you bounce back from open heart surgery? I, I know someone who had a triple bypass, and they had a really difficult time afterwards with the pain and 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 just just recovery. How do you bounce back from that? Well, I do think a part of it is, as Jason said, mindset. Hmm. Because I came out of my surgery, I felt like I had a new lease on life, hmm. right? Hmm. Now I had an opportunity to uh, really go forward and be more active and more uh, participating in, in sports and activities in a way that, although I was always active, I did know in the back of my mind that I was going to have to have open heart surgery. And so there was always a little bit of the concern that am I pushing myself too hard mm-hmm. or not? And so after the surgery, uh, the doctor said, yeah, be active, do what you need, do what you want, have fun. So I picked awesome. up tennis uh, shortly after my recovery from uh, heart surgery, and uh, you know I've been playing competitive tennis since, singles and doubles. And wow. one of the things that I love to share with people is that I am out on the tennis court often playing two and a half hours of singles against 25-year-olds who are half my age <laughs> and more. <laughs> And they're huffing and puffing, and I'm not. And they're like, what? How can you keep up with me? (laughs) My mind, I flip the question, and I think, well, why are you not active enough or fit enough to be able to play for an hour or two? You know, what's going on underneath uh, that's causing that? So, Alexandra, I don't think I really answered your question, but I think... (laughs) You know, the mindset is really important. And then um, taking, you know, for everybody it's different, right? Uh, With my valve condition, I didn't have any other heart disease. Mm -hmm. So once the valve was replaced, I was uh, feeling good. I was feeling great, actually. I didn't realize how poorly I felt before um, until after the surgery. 
So for people who uh, had, you know, major bypass surgery, then, you know, they just need to take one step at a time, listen to their bodies, and and be optimistic about the fact that they can uh, continue to improve and continue to heal. It right. takes time for the body to heal from that kind of surgery. Right. And that's great. I'm, I'm so glad that you asked that question, Alexandra, and with the experience that you've had. I recently watched a new health documentary uh, this past week when I was putting together one of my composting bins, actually, which I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's a new health documentary on Netflix called Heal. Have you seen it yet, Joanne? Yes, I have. Oh, talk about mindset, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so good. Absolutely. So good. And and this hope, right? You talked about Alexander asked the question of bouncing back from mm-hmm. you know a heart surgery or bouncing back or we talked about overcoming this hopelessness of disease mm-hmm. states. So we're going to continue this conversation and talk about how we can overcome our health diagnoses and not be labeled or identified or boxed in by opinions of others, including medical professionals. Being an advocate for your own health and staying strong and healthy and living your best life. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, live in Palm Springs, California. Beautiful day today. Oh my God. Gorgeous day. Perfect weather. the mountains. It's so clear. Love this. And I love that you're here with us today listening to this conversation. Uh, We're talking about overcoming autoimmune diseases. We're talking about overcoming open heart surgery. We're talking about overcoming health diagnoses that are negative or whatever. If you're taking a lot of medications, I have, of course, my friend and producer, Alexandra, here in the studio. Hi, as always. Thank you. And on the <laughs> phone, another friend of mine who was a classmate of mine when I was going through functional medicine health coaching and so we have Joanne Papasnadage with us today. Hello, everyone. So there she is. <laughs> so each week I have four benchmarks that I get to share and study and work on with people. And so right now I'm going to talk about what moves you. Uh, we've just been talking. I learned that Joanne is an avid tennis player. She played basketball when she was in school, despite being... Uh, what some would call vertically challenged. <laughs> Don't hate. Don't, I'm not hating. I'm not. I'm da- like, I love it. You know, and I, I, <laughs> I have love and compassion for all people. Amazing things come in small packages. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody once told me that, you know, we we're, we grow until we reach perfection. So I just there reached it go. quicker. <laughs> there you go. Alexander and I just got there sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Took me a lot longer. <laughs> 
So with What Moves You, we're talking about movement, of course. Uh, and I'm going to share with you an activity that I do with my students in the classroom. So if there's anyone listening that's a teacher, I highly recommend you do this. If you ever are looking out in your classroom, and I, we, I start school again tomorrow. The kids are coming back after two weeks from break. Mm. And I know their sleep patterns are way off. So they're going to be wrecked tomorrow in class. So... Um, one thing that I do, I have these exercise cubes and they're foam or there's like stuffed cubes. They're pretty big. And one of them has numbers, two through 12, all even numbers. And the other one has activities on each side of the cube, such as, you know, jumping jacks or toe touches or arm circles, um, squats and push-ups. And so what I do is I throw a cube out into the classroom and I have the kids all standing up and I have some fun music playing and when they catch it what are, whatever's underneath their right hand that's the activity that we do and then also the number of reps that we do and so I'm in my classroom doing jumping jacks with kids and push-ups <laughs> and squats and arm circles and and you'd be amazed at just how they bounce right back from that and they can get right back into learning um, I love that. Yeah, I isn't that, that fun? And there, of course, yeah. Joanne, you know the science behind it, you know, understanding the Del Bredesen and the protocol and functional mm -hmm. medicine and neurogenesis, neuroplasticity. And I've taught it to my students, but, mm -hmm. you know, there's something about teaching it versus experiencing it and feeling it. So that's my yeah, little uh, tip this week for what moves you. <laughs> that's great. That's great. That's really awesome. <laughs> so... Tell me about your journey um, of going gluten and dairy-free. Uh, what prompted it, and why did it work for you, and how can it work for other people as well? Yeah, that's a great question, Jason. So, you know, I said that my journey to functional medicine began in childhood. Um, rheumatic fever is an autoimmune disease, and... Though at the time, there was no specific approach to autoimmune disease. You just treat the symptoms and then mm -hmm. move on. Right. And so throughout my life and throughout my 20s and 30s, I developed additional symptoms, allergies, asthma, migraines, weight issues, poor sleep, rashes, hives, and, and more. And eventually was diagnosed with my second autoimmune disease, and that was alopecia. And for those that don't know, alopecia causes hair loss. And it can be, you know, small little spot or it can be, you know, complete hair loss on your whole body. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I heard the word autoimmune disease. And it just um, really perplexed me because the first question I asked the, the doctor and then the specialist was, well, why does this happen? Because like you, I have a science background. I'm a chemical engineer. Uh, with an MBA in marketing. And so I'm all about, you know, trying to understand why, why things happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I wasn't given any answers. They said, we don't know. And I said, well, what do I need to do to treat it or prevent it, you know, from getting worse? We don't know was the answer. <laughs> and Love that, right? What they said, yeah. And what they said to me was, you know, let's wait until it gets worse and then we can try some injections and we can try some other things. And... So, unfortunately, that is the standard approach, even today, with, for people who are diagnosed with autoimmune disease, um, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, and many other uh, mm -hmm. conditions. 
you know, just wait until the symptoms get worse and then we'll treat the symptoms or the pain. But there's really not any um, any good uh, approach. There hadn't been any good approach that looked at, well, why are we having symptoms? Why are we developing illness? And that's what and we're going to so, have to talk about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? We're going to have to talk about that why. I'm, I'm yes. so excited to hear about the changes that you made and what has happened since. So... Yes. Stay tuned. Stay with us. We have so much more. I can't wait to share this with you, and I can't wait to hear the rest of your story, Joanne. Thank you. Awesome. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, live in the studios in Palm Springs, California, on this beautiful January 5th, 2020. Here we are. It's arrived. (laughs) And we have in the show today my friend Joanne Papasnadich, who is a functional medicine health coach, a classmate of mine. We were talking just a moment ago about her change from her diet and overcoming some um, autoimmune diseases and really just kind of what I've heard is that you're in the best health of your life right now. And I I want to hear this. I want to hear how the change of going dairy-free and gluten-free have changed for you and what it might do for other people. I also want to ask you, so I, so you know ahead of time, uh, some of the questions that I want to cover with you. I want you to be able to talk about Thrive in 5 in the next 15 Great. minutes. And mm-hmm. I also want to kind of hear about what you think about Tate Talks and where this can go and your thoughts about it. I know you've listened to a few of the shows before. Mm-hmm. So, so let's first start Great. with going dairy-free, gluten-free, you were talking about alopecia. You were talking about mm-hmm. uh, other autoimmune disorders. What's the story? What happened? And how can others follow this path? Yeah, so thank you. So uh, I'm really excited about sharing hope and information to people with autoimmune disease because there aren't a lot of good options. And I went on after my alopecia diagnosis to get uh, several more <laughs> uh fabulous autoimmune uh, issues. I had a skin issue and Hashimoto's and antibodies for a mixed connective tissue disorder. And unfortunately, it's not unusual for people to develop multiple autoimmune diagnoses because most of the treatments are just addressing symptoms and not the underlying causes. And as we know, through functional medicine, you know, we try to look at what's causing the immune system to have this reaction to its to the body to you know it to self and often food is an important contributor to that so food sensitivities food allergies um, that you know you might not think of and for me it turned out that I was very very sensitive to gluten and dairy and <laughs> it's kind of a funny story when I went to the 
uh, I found my way to a functional medicine nutritionist Mm -hmm. and, you know, she listened to my story and she said, I think food sensitivities are contributing to this. And I think we ought to start by eliminating gluten and dairy. Okay. And this was about six years ago. And, you know, I, I, I had heard about people going gluten free and I thought, oh, it's just a fad, right? (sighs) You know, this is not going to make any difference. I have autoimmune issues. What does gluten and dairy have to do with it? But I was desperate. A lot of people have right? that question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I was desperate, right? So I was re- I was willing to try it. Sure. So yeah. I did. I went off of gluten and dairy for three weeks, and it totally changed my life. Um, and as you know, Jason, you know, gluten and dairy and other food sensitivities can impact the health of our gut. Right. And if we have and or develop a leaky gut or intestinal permeability, mm-hmm. then toxins and undigested foods that are normally addressed in our gut are allowed to escape into our bloodstream. Mm-hmm. And that can trigger an autoimmune disease and inflammation and lots of other chronic illness. And so when I went gluten and dairy free, it just totally changed my life. I improved significantly, and it was kind of funny because I used to wear um, eye makeup uh, because I had lost my eyelashes from the alopecia. Mm -hmm. So when I went to work, I had makeup on, and my allergies and asthma and all that stuff was so, so bad. And I was on many, many antihistamines and medications at the time. And then after being gluten and dairy-free, one day I went to um, wash my hands at the, at the sink in the bathroom and about midday and I noticed that my makeup was fine. Before that, I had to reapply my makeup two or three times a day because my eyes were watering so much. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Hmm, wonder why. <laughs> I didn't associate it with gluten or dairy at that point. Right. Uh, but then I went back to see the uh, nutritionist and she said, how do you feel? And I said, oh, I feel great. And I noticed, you know, my eyes aren't watering and all of this, you know, I, I noticed significant improvements. And she said, great. So you know now that you don't need to eat gluten or dairy ever again. But <laughs> I wasn't, you know, ready to accept that. You weren't thought, sold wait, yet. wait, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I grew up in Greece eating fresh bread and cheese. Those were my favorite things in the world. Yep. I'm not just going to give it up after a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you did try it again, huh? I did. And you know what? I asked her, being a science person, I said, is there a way that we could test for it? Maybe this was just a crazy fluke. Um, and she said, there are some tests we, we can do. But you need to go back on gluten and dairy for at least three weeks before we can do the test so we don't get a false uh, negative. Right. And I said, woohoo, let's do it. <laughs> 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 so, so I went on and had pizza and bread and cheese and, you know, everything yummy and delicious. And the crazy thing is, before we even did the test, I knew that she was right. I woke up first day after consuming gluten and dairy didn't take very long with uh, such a significant reaction that I knew it was yeah. it was going to come back and say I didn't ever need to eat those again I mean I felt like um, I had been run over by a truck 
I felt like yeah. I had had a bottle of tequila for dinner. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, which the we don't headache. recommend either of those things, <laughs> no. by the way, getting run over by a truck or a bottle of tequila for dinner. <laughs> right. Wow. What a compelling story, honestly. And I, you know, I love that you experimented. That's the thing. People need to try. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to try something. And that's that's what I say to people, you know, if they do come to me and they're saying, ah, I got all this stuff going on. I have headaches all the time. You mm-hmm. know what? Try it. Try it for a few weeks. Yeah. Go gluten and dairy free. Try it. See what happens. It's three weeks out of your entire life. What have you got to yeah. lose? If you, you know, absolutely. or stop complaining. <laughs> yeah. But well, you've got to no, try absolutely. it. Absolutely. You have to try it. And yeah. you know what I... And, and maybe for some people, uh, it sounds too simplistic, right? Because it did for me. I was skeptical, right? right? When she You're said like, those gluten dairy, I'm like, really? Right? <laughs> you know, really? Yeah. You're kidding me, yeah. right? Wow. But I was so desperate to feel better. And as I had said earlier, you know, I'm, I was always proactive about trying things to feel better. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time in my life that something made a difference. Something awesome. was a game changer Love and that it. was it for me. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yay. Yeah. And this was how long ago now? <laughs> I was about six years ago okay. and that was really just the beginning okay. of my journey awesome. with functional medicine. Yeah. Wow. What, a, what a great tilt. And now you are a functional medicine health coach and you help other health coaches, yes. functional medicine or not, but you do help other health coaches build and grow their businesses. Tell me about Thrive and Five. Yes. So, um, I got so inspired to help people, period, after my transformation that you know, I went to the FMCA with you right. and became the health coach so I could help clients one-on-one. And what I found out while I was there is that a lot of the people who are fellow classmates uh, who were passionate about helping other people get better and on their journeys to better health, they um, were not comfortable with the idea of marketing their services. Mm -hmm. They wanted to help, but they didn't know how to get their message out to those that needed them. They just really were, you know, uh, concerned, uh, nervous, and uncomfortable with that whole concept of marketing their services. A new arena, for sure, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, for me, I had spent many years of my career in marketing, I was uh, at my uh, own marketing consulting firm for six years and spent a lot of my corporate career in sales and marketing. So I was very comfortable with that. And while we were in school, I was doing, you know, webinars for my the school I graduated from at Northwestern and, and giving talks in the community. And people kept asking me, so, you know, wow, how did you make that happen? How did you do that? <laughs> and, and I started getting a lot of, that kind of um, input and feedback and questions from people. And so we started, myself, Joan Dickerson, another FMCA grad, and uh, Ray Guerrero, we decided that we needed to come together and bring our business and marketing experience to the rest of our classmates and those who you know, needed some additional support mm-hmm. so they could get comfortable with marketing their services. and. I was really, we were really excited actually about doing that. And, and I, for me personally, I love to help people in any way I can. And this felt like an easy combination of my background and experience to help other health coaches get out 
and market their services so that then they could help more people who, you know, need help, need help with, you know, chronic illness, with weight loss, with cognitive decline, whatever the the case may be. So Thrive and Five uh, was born, and we've been running Beautiful. the class and community for a couple of years now, and we have had so many wonderful success stories of, of students that have come through. So it's a it's a six week class, and we have recorded videos and webinars and worksheets and all of that, um, and then live cohort sessions, just like we did at the FMCA mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for each module. And it's it's really um, a, a, an amazing community of people that we have uh, pulled together. And the okay. things that we hear from our students of what they're doing uh, as a result of, you know, reframing the whole concept of sales and marketing and getting clear on who their ideal client is and, you know, getting their marketing message developed. So it's it's been really wonderful. Love this. Thank you so much. And so if... If you're listening and you are interested in healing and helping and working with others, if you have always thought about becoming a health coach or a life coach or health and wellness coach or whatever you want to call it, um, Mm -hmm. uh, Joanne and I both definitely recommend reaching out to the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, which is functionalmedicinecoaching.org. And we're both graduates of there. Love the program. Love the functional medicine background. If you're interested in doing it or if you already are a health coach and you want to build your business and do better and get more into the marketing, Joanne here is definitely somebody. And how do they find Thrive and Five? Do they just Google Thrive and Five? Is there a web address for this? So the best way at the moment is to uh, go to my website and there are links there okay. to Thrive and Five. And, um, and my website is embracefunctionalhealth.org. Great. And it's all one word, embracefunctionalhealth.org. And on that, it's just a simple one-page website at the moment because it's under construction. I'm mm-hmm. putting together a new, more modern website. But I have links there to the Thrive and Five Perfect. landing page and, um, and to my email and my contact info. But uh, for those that might be interested, we do have a new class launching. Oh, we're going we're to talk about that oh. right in just a moment. Okay. <laughs> so yep, yep. stay with us. Do not leave. We're going to share the last little bit about Thriving Five. Uh, I'm also going to be talking in the next hour about men's health, men's mental health. And I have an amazing soup recipe. Stay with us. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. <laughs> Good afternoon. Jason Tate here. <laughs> La- my Alexandra's rapping over here. I love it. <laughs> I would <laughs> call it rapping. <laughs> it's not rapping. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, January 5th. Thank you so much for joining us. We have just... A magnificent show, honestly. I'm having so much fun learning about the story uh, with my friend Joanne 
who has been fighting and overcoming these autoimmune disorders and really at her age living the best life and really just kind of grabbing life by the horns, right? And just going for it. So I have a quote to share every week. I do a a thought to digest, uh, which is one of the benchmarks. And I want to share this. So, and then we'll just talk a few minutes about it afterwards. And this one's about gratitude, which Joanne, you and I, and Alex, we all appreciate gratitude. So here's our thought to digest for the week. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, and a stranger into a friend. This is by Melody Beatty. Nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that wonderful? I love it. That's that's beautiful. I love it, too. Uh, I just want to share and i'm sure you know this uh jason and and alexandra but for those who are listening that you know studies have shown that those who actively practice gratitude have 23 percent lower stress hormones in their body and stress hormones can cause all kinds of health issues yeah 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 Yeah. including heart disease which is the number one killer Mm -hmm. so yeah attacking the stress focusing on gratitude yes Yes, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, I love it. Thank you. So we were classmates. What do you remember from that? I'm just curious <laughs> from our experience <laughs> together. Re- yeah. From our experience together? Well, yeah, we yeah. were in the same cohort. Right. Right. <laughs> we had an amazing course facilitator. Love her. We had a tremendous group, uh, a cohort. You know, I love all the people in our group and am in touch with most of them. Uh, still today on a regular basis and some of them have become great friends and you know so I loved that whole experience and you know the FMCA as you mentioned earlier if anybody's interested in health coaching strongly recommend it you know I think it's one of the best decisions that I've made in my life right? the community is amazing yeah. the founders you know Sandy and Elise are terrific right. and supportive of everyone and so I just I loved it and I thought it was a wonderful experience and of course it was great to meet you in person at <laughs> right. our graduation. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So how can people yeah. find you? Let's let's come back to that again. I want people to be able to okay. find you and mm-hmm. experience uh, the knowledge that you have and get some guidance mm-hmm. from you. And then I'm sure if you're unable to work with somebody because of time constraints or whatever, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so many other, like you just mentioned, you were, were friends yeah. with our classmates. You know other people who can help out um, in, this, in this and wide world of people seeking yes. to become healthy and strong and vibrant and live their best life. How can people reach yes. out to you? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. So the best way right now is to um, email me or call me or go to my website and all the contact info is there. Again, so right. the website is embracefunctionalhealth.org and my email is joanne at embracefunctionalhealth.org and my phone number is 415-752-1494 and I look forward to hearing from people with any follow-up questions or if you need resources. You know, And as you mentioned, Jason, I'm often referring people to other fellow health coaches mm-hmm. because of their specific niche or health journey or expertise because my goal is to make sure people get the best help that they right. can. Right. And, um, and you know, I work with people one-on-one um, and in groups over the phone, 
Uh, so you could be located anywhere in the uh, in the world at, because I also work with people over uh, Zoom uh, online. Mm-hmm. And then if you happen to be in San Francisco, we can work <laughs> together in person. So, Great. yeah, wonderful um, opportunity to connect with people and help them get to where they want to be with their health and live their best lives, as you put it, Jason, and hopefully in a more effective, efficient way than I did, you know, so they don't have to experience <laughs> as much of the stress and frustration right. that I did for most of my life. Right. <laughs> That's really what inspires me, right? <laughs> I, I thought I have to find a way to create awareness for functional right. medicine to tell people that there's another way. And actually, this is a good point, a good time to mention that, you know, I advocate for a collaborative approach that takes the best of Western medicine, the best of functional medicine, and other, um, you know, complementary modalities to address each individual's uh, health issues because we're all different. Right. And I'm so grateful today, you know, that Western medicine had the technology for me to have my open heart surgery. Oh, of course. Right. Because yeah, right. that that couldn't be addressed strictly with functional medicine exactly so we need the acute care that western medicine brings um, but we need the functional medicine approach for chronic illness for autoimmune disease and now for cognitive decline right right which is people who have been told that there's nothing to do about alzheimer's (laughs) or dementia are now finding hope by implementing the uh, dale bredesen protocol and so that's really exciting for me and i and I work with people with autoimmune and cognitive decline, and the commonality there, even though they sound so different, is that both have been told that there's no option other than treating the symptoms, mm-hmm. and yet functional medicine has been successful in preventing or reversing those um, issues and conditions in many cases, and so it's very exciting. Through diet, through lifestyle, through movement and exercise, these are the three pillars of wellness that I teach in my classroom uh, all year Absolutely. long to my students and in my right. my health academy, right. which is very much rich in functional medicine knowledge as well. And then through this radio show here, Tate Talks, uh, we talk yeah. about movement, we talk about exercise, we talk about diet. And so... Yes. Definitely stay with us. Joanne, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your day to share your story and your knowledge and your peace and your compassion with us. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Such a pleasure. And do I have a moment to share something with the group? You do. Great. Um, So self-care is such an important aspect of living our best lives. And so I want to share a quote from a book called Self-Care in the Real World. Okay. And it, talk, it says, self-care means being switched on, fully present and engaged in your life. It's the opposite of switching off and retreating. Ignoring your own needs just leaves you depleted. But self-care will energize and recharge you. And in this world, there will always be demands, right, on your time and energy. Uh-huh. But you deserve a little of your own time and energy just as much as anyone else around you. So self-care doesn't have to be overhauling your entire life in a drastic way, but it's about meeting yourself where you are right now instead of where you think you should be, and then thinking about the small steps you can take to care for yourself better today. And you might be surprised at how transformative just a few small steps can be. So self-care is about learning self-love, self-respect. Yes, 
Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank Have you, a thank beautiful you. day. Okay. Thank you. Terrific. Appreciate the time. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.